DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone, brought to you in part by Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. Steve, good morning. DJ, what's going on? I have so many questions for you. <laughs> why, why do you do this, Steve? You know, on the one hand, well, I've known you for a while, and, you know, you, your life has been out there, right? We know about your family. We know about uh, the loss of your child to cancer. We probably don't know the full impact of that, but we certainly have a sense to some degree, and we know the work you've done with your foundation since then. And, you know, that's all really important and speaks really well to you and your wife, that you have been served this big old poop sandwich and it is awful and yet you're going and doing this stuff to help other people it's it's very admirable and yet you're right. out there on twitter and we want to talk to you about football but you're out there at twitter just going at it with people instagram and, too instagram too yeah you're on, you're on social media going at it with people and i'm thinking you're not going to change their minds and maybe you agree 20 percent or 50 percent or 80 percent with whatever and somebody's take and all that but like fundamentally who you are in my mind is this other story which is out there in the public and i mean i know you privately i call you we talk and so that part's not out there but a lot of it's out there in the public that's really who you are and this other stuff man it seems like a lot of energy and emotion and you get beat up and you land some good shots and beat people up and thinking that's not fundamentally who you are why do you put so much time and energy into that uh, well I, I mean i think we're at a time right now and uh, certainly we're you know, I'm passionate about my kids, and and and, and if, if saying I want my kids to go back to school, if that's uh, if, if that's political, then and I don't, it, you know, I guess I can sit back and 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 not voice my my reasons for my kids to go to school. I, I mean, I could do that and uh, take a back seat, but then again, who's going to advocate for the kids who whose parents feel the need for them to go back to school? And um, you know, I don't. I'm not trying to be political. I think everything's political right now. College football is political. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the medicine you take uh, is political. I mean, every, everything right now is politicized and it's not, it's not my intent, but you know, again, where, where's the outcry for childhood cancer? When my kid has cancer, when only 4% of, of research that goes into cancer actually goes to pediatric cancer, where's the outcry for that? I've been screaming, since my son, you know, was diagnosed about that. Um, and, and so I don't think there's anything new. I just think people are more passionate and have their, their opinions one way or the other. But again, I, I've never not voiced my, my, uh, you know, my opinion when it comes to things that I'm passionate about. And again, you know, I think that's, and I, again, I think we live in a world where we don't, there's no more tolerance. And, you know, I've been, I guess I can be guilty of it as well, but you know, there's no no more tolerance of differing of opinions, and uh, I think that's that's sad. If we're in a world like that where we can't have differing opinions and respect each other for those opinions, then uh, then we're going down a deep, deep, dark, dark, dark world now. So, Steve, you want school to start for the kids in the public schools. I think you've been out there on that, and you do have a lot of influence, and I think it's partly because of you know, what happened to your son, partly because you're just an all-around swell guy, too. And then with that in mind, with this influence, people are drawn to what you have to say. And do you think you fully understand 
the amount of impact that you have through the avenues that you wish to speak out on? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it became, yeah, I think that was my whole reason for sharing a story about my son was that, you know, if, if I don't speak up about the lack of uh, research that goes into childhood cancer, if, if I don't and my wife don't who have a voice, then who will? And I've always kind of thought that, you know, I, I could have, I could have shut the door, closed it all down, not shared our story on social media, but I know it's helped thousands of people. Our foundations helped thousands of people. And, you know, I could have easily shut it down. And that, that's probably the easier thing on my psyche, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I mean, I think I've always been a leader. Um, you know, I went to Utah from walk on to a, a guy who was all conference first female conference and voted captain. And, you know, that's not, that's not an easy, that's not an easy uh, comp, uh, thing to accomplish. Uh, you've got to earn the respect of your teammates, whether, you know, that was the one thing I learned was, you know, here I was uh, to, to be able to do that. You have to have one, you have to be good at what you do, but you also have to have an opinion. You have to be able to speak up when things aren't right. And you have to be, and people respect that for the most part, the majority of the, of, of, of the world respects that. And even if it's not something they believe in, uh, someone that is passionate, that is willing to take a stand, uh, I mean, shoot, I respect that. Even if it's something that uh, that I oppose, I respect those people that are out there and passionate and speak in their minds. And, and so I've been given this voice, and if I, I don't know, I, I'm one of those that believes I, I'm, I've been chosen to be a leader in this world or in this community for a reason. If I just sit back and, and ignore some of the things that I'm passionate about, that no one's going to speak up on anything. So we wanted to have you on to talk uh, college football right now. There's a, there's a lot of things going on all at once. Uh, and I don't know in the minds of the school presidents and the athletic directors, you know, at any given moment, which one is the most important. But generally, when you hear them talk about players' health and safety, I think you, uh, you're a little disgusted. Am I right? <laughs> You know, I just laugh. I laugh that I see so many people saying, "Well, but what about the health and safety of these kids?" I said, "Well, where where was that where was that talk when you know CTE is at the forefront of every discussion when it comes to call when it comes to football in general? You know, I, I've never been screened for a CTE. CT, I mean, I've never been uh, followed up. There's no there's no follow up with with college athletes. There is with the NFL, but you know, the all of a sudden we care about the health, and that's I think that's why the players." finally formed what you know somewhat of this union in college football is because wait hope pump the brakes when when have you ever cared about our health uh, when have you ever cared, cared about that you know i i didn't have health care when i was when i was playing football we couldn't afford it you know now i think it's given to some of the in the p5 conferences i think it's now given to student athletes to have health insurance but i didn't have it when i played um and, and so you know for the ncaa or whoever to, to often you know say they care about the, the health and risk of these kids like well nah you know that's that's all not not that true when it comes to other components of of their health and 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 uh, their safety. So then, what is it as far as potentially causing these postponements or cancellations? I don't know. I mean, I, I think I, I mean I think don't get me wrong. I think that there there is that. I think that the health and you know this of this virus and how to to go about it. I think that is obviously the you know the, the concern. Uh, I I think that the, the issue right now is the NCAA has failed to implement a strategy for all of this. Um, and, you know, I think this is, they, they had six months to work out a strategy. I mean, you've got youth conference football that's able to work out a strategy and, you know, a, 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 you know, a 
strategy to get through through this time. Now, I don't know if it's going to work, but uh, again, the NCAA has not rolled out any strategy. You know, I think something very easy could be an opt-in and opt-out for a student athlete that does not feel safe with this current pandemic that they're facing. There will be an opt-out opportunity for them where they will not lose that year of eligibility. For anyone that wants to play, there's an opt-in. And, you know, if you want, if they have to sign waivers and whatever they have to do, then, then, then so be it and go through the protocols. If their family has to sign waivers, then, then that's what they'll have to do. I don't know. I think there's, there's certainly solutions. You know, the NBA's done it. You know, Major League Baseball, whether you want to, you know, that's controversial in itself. But, again, there's, there's, there are solutions to this, and the NCAA has not done that. I mean, it wasn't just until, what, about a month ago that they finally kind of put the responsibility in the hands of the commissioners, and basically said, you know, this is your, this is now on you. You know, they could have done that back in in March and allowed these ads and and uh, presidents to come up with, um, you know, a, a set schedule and a, a game plan. But they 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 waited till the last minute. And now all of a sudden, you see all the displeasure in the in the in the players. And I thought it was interesting yesterday because, you know, if you look at the coaches that spoke out, Mullen and Saban and Harbaugh, you know, they haven't spoken out in the last month, and all of a sudden. There's been voice that they're going to cancel the season. All of a sudden, they they turn to Twitter, and um, and now I think all you know when when the coaches start throwing their weight around, that's when you know I think that's when the ads and and NCAA and and the commissioners are are, are really going to listen. Steve Tate joining us here, uh, former Utah football player. You know, I I hear all the talk about health and safety, and I just can't help but think that a lot of this comes down to. Whatever the health and safety issues were, they were never going to face massive lawsuits over them. And if they play, and if this goes really wrong, they're going to face massive lawsuits over this. Yeah. And I think that that's where the health and safety thing pivots from, yeah, yeah there are problems, but let's play the games, to, hey, there's problems, and we could, we could be sued, and this could be a real problem. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I, absolutely. I think that's at the forefront is what's the liability. What's the, what's, you know, that's a, that's a huge factor. I also think, you know, again, I don't know when, but time will tell when, uh, when, you know, a college athlete, you know, dies, they do a, you know, a, a scan and show that he has CTE and all of a sudden his family takes the NCAA and then sues them. You know, it's just a matter of time until there's a, either a class action lawsuit against the NCAA for, you know, failing to adhere to certain protocols for CT. I mean, there's again, NCA has for the most part gone unscathed when it comes to some of the liability that you know that they've done with with you know the quote unquote amateur athletes. But you're right. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's a huge concern for them. Um, and I don't know the counter argument to that. I don't know the the the, the, uh, the game plan to to you know counterattack that. Is it uh, everyone signs a a a waiver? You know, I mean, the Little League football made parents do it. Uh, you know, my son, eight-year-old's playing. He had, we had to sign a waiver for him that we want to sue the the league if something happened. So I, I don't know. I think if that's the pro, if that's the protocol that has to happen, then then great. But let's let's throw out the game plan. There's got to be a there, you know, there's got to be a game plan for uh, you know that issue because I think that is a huge issue for the NCAA. And you're not buying spring ball as a realistic possibility. I just don't think so. You know, again, um, I, I see everyone pushing it to spring ball, and I, I just don't. I don't see how that is a that's plausible. Um, you know, again, if, if that is, then then they're gonna they're, they'll have to push the next fall season to at least into October. I mean, there's no way you can play. 
there's no way you can play season a season two seasons in in eight months. There's just no way. I mean, my my I had two off season surgeries uh, in the four years that I played, and both those off season surgeries took me at least you know three months to recover from, uh, four months to get back to 100 percent, and and it's just it's just too grueling on the body. I don't think you could do that. Um, you know, you can do it in basketball, you can do it in baseball, but football, there's just so much recovery time that goes into it to take care of your bodies. I mean, if you're talking, again, if we're talking safety and uh, of, the, of the players, we're talking their health and safety, there's absolutely no way that is going to be healthy for kids to play the, the, you know, two, two seasons packed into eight months. There's no way. You know, there are a couple so, things. One, I, I've been surprised when they talk about spring football that uh, it starts as late as it does. Um, and I know that might be partly because of the weather and trying to accommodate fans in a certain part of the country, but I just don't know that fans are going to be at the games anyway and that that needs to be factored in. Um, maybe the weather for the players does. I don't know. But it seems to me if they're going to do something as unorthodox as spring football followed by a fall season, they have to do something as unorthodox as limiting the number of, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know how it would be done, limiting the number of snaps a guy plays. Uh, medically, maybe there's a way to figure it out. Does anything like that make sense to you that they go way outside of the box to figure this out or it's just no way I no just, chance I mean I think it's to, to do that would be I don't think so I, I think it's no way I think that'd be it'd be too, just way too many tapes and measures to be able to, to 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 do something like that and then you know again the elephant in the room is it, it, it we're assuming there's we're assuming the vaccine or it, I mean we're assuming there's gonna be a vaccine and that we'll, you know the 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 numbers are declining and the death rate is I mean Again, we probably assumed that back in February, and that's probably what got us into this situation right now. We're we're assuming if we're saying they're going to play in in spring, we're just assuming this this thing's going away, right? I mean, that's kind of why we're in this mess to begin with right now. I think we all assumed uh, when the summer comes, it's going to die down, and and so I think that's another issue is if you plan on having it in the spring, what is that based off? What what is, is that based off of data? Does that I mean what what do the numbers have to show in order for that to actually to occur? Because if we're just assuming this 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 virus this pandemic is gone by spring, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be uh, you know surprised like we are now. I think we're gonna be sitting in a similar situation. And you're pretty strong about public schools or private schools for that matter, but schools starting up here, whether it's this week, next week, or whatever it might be. At I'm speaking not colleges, high school, grade schools, that type of thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I think you know I, I think um, every every situation is different every family situation is different every kid's needs are different um i think every school that that i've at least heard is giving families an option whether to go online or in in person now you know again if you're if your child if you have uh, a parent at home that's at risk um i've had a child that's been immunocompressant battling chemo i i would not have sent my kids back to school no i would not have i would have i would just because you know my son was was uh, battling cancer and he was uh, he had no immune system for, for 10 months so no I would not have it in that situation currently in my situation um, I, I, I feel comfortable sending my kids back to school now that's not everyone and I'm, I'm, I am not you know here sitting saying this is the best thing for everyone but I think there's, there's that's, the, that's the beauty of it there, there can be an opt-in and an opt-out and those that feel the need to go back to school those that feel like their kids need it for their, you know, mental health. 
great. I think that they should have that option. Those that don't should have the option to stay online and and work through this you know this this current crisis and pandemic that we are facing. But there there should be an opportunity for kids to go in 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 a school environment and get their education. Steve, we appreciate the time. I look forward to checking your Twitter feed this afternoon and seeing how this went. <laughs> hey, I'm going to lay low. I mean, try yeah, it doesn't matter. You've already been. No, you've been on the radio. It's too late, Steve. <laughs> it's too late. There's something will be taken and the context won't be considered and away it will go. Yeah. All right. Thanks. All right, guys. We'll see you.